super blessed to have you here. Um, please uh, listen till the end because I have an important message. And um, don't forget to go into the description of the podcast to look at the details and any notes taken, especially if I leave links. Go to the description to refer to them and um, hope you enjoy. Wash, take it away. Oh my goodness. <laughs> well, hi. Um, yeah, my name is Blanche. It's French. Um, most people can't pronounce my name, but that's fine. Um, and yeah, I'm super into mental health. Um, two things you have to know about me. One, I'm a Christian, very proud. And two, I love chocolate. Anything hey, to chocolate, look. <laughs> I'm your girl, okay? I love chocolate, period. So trust and believe we're going to talk about chocolate a bit in here because it's not <laughs> <my> self-care. <laughs> um, but yeah, and I met Elia. When did we meet? Like, we were kids. A long time ago, yeah. A long time. I was um, yeah, and for some reason, we just always kept in touch, but we, like, barely saw each other. Um, so, Yeah. We're really excited to talk about this. It's very dear to my heart. It's something that I've experienced personally. So yeah, I think we're gonna have a good conversation for sure. I agree. Sweet. Your name actually when we were talking on Instagram. My name? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you introduce yourself. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Sorry, you don't mind me. Is it okay if I record this yes. conversation? Yes. You guys can say no. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You record it, yeah. I'm going to do Perfect. this. Too, so. Okay. Well, my name isn't my Instagram name. My name's Museline. Um, it's short. It's long from Musu. I'm from Liberia, West Africa. I'm also a believer too, but I'm Muslim. Um, very big advocate for holistic health and natural nutrition. Um, I am a nutritionist. Just graduated college and I just moved to Vancouver from Alberta a few weeks ago, so I'm starting new by myself, away from my mom's home, trying to meet new people in the community, but also just trying to stay safe during this pandemic. Yeah. Sweet. Great. Nice to meet you. Great. So, um, just to start off, I think an important thing to start with is what is mental health? <laughs> um, just to you know kind of put the basis down um, I know even around the world um, people have different definitions and different organizations even have different definitions um, I think mental health is do you want to answer first? <laughs> no, you, you can answer first. I trust. I love that. <laughs> so much like answers. I'm like, I don't want to be that person hogging the mic. <laughs> okay. Well. For me, the way I would define it would be catering to the psychological and um, mental aspect of your being. So our minds are very, very powerful, as I've come to understand, because I've been in a place in my life where I've been severely depressed. And it's not fun when you don't realize that it's because, you know, your health mentally is deteriorating. Mm -hmm. um, I guess, in short, really, it comes down to what you're feeding your internal monologue, how you're taking care of your overall well-being and things that you're doing to like nourish your 
like neural pathways. So rather than thinking negatively all the time or expecting a negative outcome, you know, some people see mental health as trying to also preserve some sort of positivity within their mind, um, as opposed to subscoming to that. But then it also goes as far as helping other people to who suffer with psychological, you know, um, mental health concerns like bipolar or schizophrenia and other things, anxiety. So, yeah. <laughs> I love that. And I love how you just bring like, you know, biology in there. <laughs> you know your stuff for sure. Um, yeah, Ilya, go for it. Well, me, I don't know how to top that. I mean, I second everything she said. To me, um, understanding mental health has always been something that I'm trying to learn more about. Because growing up, I'm just like, okay, it's literally taking care of your thoughts um, your, how, how you perceive things. For me, it's about like, I, I go through life with perspective. I'm like, okay, I can think negatively. I can react negatively or I can go and think and react positively. So for me, it's a lot about um, the choices I make and I try to really focus on making the choices that are best for me. I don't know if that makes sense, but yeah, in a way, that's how I saw mental health. I was like, it's a the choices that I need to make and option A is going to make me feel this way, option B is going to make me feel this way, but for sure the priority is option me. So like, you know, so that's kind of yeah, what I'm going to add to that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I think um, the way we can kind of sum up mental health is that it's a state of being mm -hmm. um, and it is not an abnormal state. Oh, <clears throat> whoa, excuse me. <laughs> <That was good. laughs> Um, yeah, it's not an abnormal state. It is, um, it's just a state of being that everyone has some sort of, um, some sort of mental health, right? Um, whether it's anxiety, whether it's just, you know, living a normal life, like everyone has some sense of mental health and mental health affects everyone. The difference I think that people often confuse is with mental illness. Now, mental illness and mental health are not the same thing. There are mental health disorders, which are an abnormal state of your mental health. But then there's also mental illness, where mental illness is things like um, that affect your thinking, your feeling, your behavior, um, how you interact with people on a deeper and a more extreme scale. Um, so yeah, like things like psychotic disorders or mood disorders, those things would be considered mental illnesses because they affect every single aspect of your being. Compared to mental health, you can have a positive mental health state. You can be in a positive mental health state because mental health is, like I said, a state of being. So just differentiating the two, um, because I feel like oftentimes people just assume that, oh, I don't have um, a bad mental health state because I don't, I'm not psychotic or um, I'm not dealing with bipolar disorder, but that's not it, right? You can have a negative mental health and still not be mentally ill, if that makes sense. Um, so yeah, I think it's important just to make sure that we know the difference between yeah. both, um, and especially in conversations like this, because when we're talking about self-care, um, this goes huge, it's a huge range, right? Um, self-care is for everyone and anyone. It's not about having anxiety that you need to have self-care. It is a very globalistic type thing. So 
yeah. Um, then what is mental health? Well, sorry, what is self-care? What is self-care to us? What is self-care? Nathan, you want to start this time? <laughs> <laughs> I love the call-outs. No, I, I really hate it because you did it to me last time. Okay. Yeah. Oh, well, okay. so, self-care isn't selfish. We'll start by saying that. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no, yeah, true. No, because I mean, I feel like these days we feel okay that when people say okay, they want like, just like to take care of themselves or uh, just basically have self-care. Like a lot of people actually feel associated with like some kind of like selfish desire. Selfish desire again. But to an extent, like if you actually want to be, okay, I'm not a useful, but like, okay. Let's say if you want to be like someone good, like to people around you or, or like I would say like a blessing, to a certain extent you need to make sure, okay, that the way, the way that you think and the way that you feel is actually like proper. So basically self-care, self-care just, self-care just like any measures that helps you like to, I would say like relax and recharge in order to face reality better. Mm -hmm. And I'm gonna quickly add to what you said because it's very important of the fact of taking care of ourselves before we take care of others. Mm -hmm. um, because I mean, a popular quote, hurt people hurt people, right? In that same way, free people free people. So um, if you're in a, place where you're hurt you can't help other people because you're just gonna you might end up hurting them in the process and same thing if you feel that you're free and that you have you're walking in that freedom and you're um you feel good about yourself then you can make others feel good about yourself so yeah i just love what you said i just wanted to add that little tidbit in there but um yeah yeah i i think um what i was gonna add after that is prioritizing yourself first basically because as you said if you are not taking care of yourself how do you expect to take care of somebody else you know so it's like self-care is putting yourself first making sure you are in a positive state of mind and then after that you can express yourself were you able to hear me for sure yeah, my connection just slipped a bit for that moment but yeah i was just gonna add that in there um for myself personally, I think self-care is a political act because I feel like we live in such a world where people are so prone to self-sacrifice. You know, people think that it's selfish to take care of yourself or from an empty cup, right? So if you're overfilling with a lot from yourself, you know, you're taking care of yourself, you're prioritizing your mental health and so forth, physical, spiritual, spiritual, emotional, I think you're in a better position to help other people because you're also helping yourself nourishing yourself right as opposed to somebody who isn't taking care of themselves but they they want to take care of other people i feel like in order to care for others you have to care for yourself it's a two-way street you can't pour into other people's cups if you're not pouring into your own i mean you can right but then it goes back to self-sacrifice what are you willing to sacrifice in the process of trying to help others. Like my mom always says, you can't help other people unless you can help yourself. And I think if everybody sat down to prioritize self-care, a lot of the, these petty issues that we have in the world would somewhat be minimized. That's just my personal opinion. Cause I feel like a lot of people aren't taking care of themselves. Like a lot of people don't even know what their specific needs are. Some people are very codependent to the point where they expect other people to take care of them or know what they need to take care of, right? 
And I just think it's really important that we sit down and prioritize it because it's not selfish. Like you're not a narcissist for loving yourself. In fact, I think a lot of people should love themselves because if you can't love yourself, you won't be able to like love or help others. That's just my opinion though, right? Somebody might hear this and be like, well, there's more to it than just that. But it's like, well, if you look at it from a collective perspective of everybody's taking care of themselves, the world will take care of itself because we're taking care of each other too in the process. I don't know if that makes sense, but complete sense and I love the analogy that you use of a cup because it is so true like if you're an empty cup you can't pour anything into anyone else you're you're empty right so you can't run on empty and expect to fill other people up because what are you going to fill them up with so yeah self-care is definitely that thing that you have to pour into yourself so that you're able to pour back into others. And it looks different for so many other people. I think that's something I should also say too, because for some other people, like self-sacrifice, I guess, could be classified as self-care for them. You know, sacrificing your time for your family and stuff like that. Because some people get off on that. It nourishes them. But I think it's really important to prioritize, like, you know, at least 20 minutes a day to just sit down in stillness or do something, massage oil into your hair, do a face mask, read a book, you know, prioritize the seven dimensions of wellness that help you be your better self. Right. Not everybody wants to do that. Everybody's just on this like hustle, hustle, go, 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 you know, system. But we're in the middle of a pandemic. And I find like during this pandemic, it's especially important because we're also living in a time of uncertainty and fear, at least for our generation, right? So it's like everybody's home for the most part. What are they doing? Hopefully not stressing, hopefully taking care of themselves. Yeah, that's my two cents. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. I love that. And I completely agree with you. Um, So when I was in the car one day with Ilya, we were talking about um, this topic and health and mental health and self-care. And I brought up an analogy of an earthquake, right? When an earthquake happens, what's the first thing you do? You go and hide or find shelter, I should say, right? You go under a table or you go under the door, um, the door posts or whatever it is that you have to do to keep yourself safe. And that is what self-care is. Self-care is that table that you put yourself under because you can't control what is happening around you, but you can control what happens to you and what and how you react to the situation. So just like I said, in that earthquake scenario, right? I can't control the earth and the earthquake. Like, unless I was God, I can't control it. So what can I do? I can control my actions and I can control myself. And so for me, I go under a table and self-care is my table, right? It's that thing that you go under to make sure that you're safe because you can't necessarily control the things that are around you. And unfortunately, I had to learn that the hard way um, because my goodness. So I got clinically diagnosed with anxiety about two years ago. And let me tell you, that was the earthquake of my life. (laughs) Like 2018 was definitely my earthquake. And um, yes, I did have people around me. Thank goodness that um, helped me out and everything. Um, But definitely self-care was that thing that also helped me. Um, And very crucial in, I think, everyone's lives. You need to be able to take a moment and pause, even if it's five minutes in a day, like just take a minute and, you know, retreat. If if your thing is reflection, then by all means reflect. If that means eating 10 chocolate bars, I mean, you know, go get some exercise after that, but you know, <laughs> do, do you, right? Like um, whatever it is that you need to do to take care of yourself, 
do it because it is important. It is crucial. Um, and yeah, it is, it's just, it's important basically. Um, so yeah, I think it's very important for us to talk more about the solution um, rather than the problem sometimes, because I mean, we can talk, we can go for hours talking about mental health and talking about a COVID and how things have changed and how all these things are coming at us. Um, but I think we need to talk about the solution. Yes, we can talk about like everything that's being thrown at us, but let's talk about how do we handle it, right? How do we take care of ourselves? How do we um, stay together? How do we keep going in this thing? So before I'm gonna throw some more questions, I just wanna throw it back to Ilya to see if you want you have anything to add. Yeah, for me, I mean, personally, it's it's been a wild run for me this 2020. And so your question really resonates because I've been doing a lot of different things to try to cope with life. And some of the things, meditation is a big one. Yoga is, is one that really came into play for me, which wasn't really a big thing before. And it actually helps me, especially when I do it in the beginning of the day, because then I can do yoga and meditation together. It calms me down. I get to think about life think about things step by step. And I also like to dance. I put music on and I just go crazy by myself. I do my thing, I jive, and then I feel better. I start smiling, I'm happy again. And then I, if I have a problem for that day, I, I evaluate it and I, I will sit down and be like, okay, what's the basis of this problem? Why do I feel this way? How much do I care about this? Because do I really care? Does it really matter? And then I evaluate and it's like, what's the worst case scenario? What do I have to lose? And if I don't care about the worst case scenario, then I don't care anymore. That's basically it. That's how I usually carry myself. I look at how much care I give to each situation. If it's not worth caring for, I throw it out. And that includes people. If they're not, if it's, if they're not worth it, out the window and then I, just prioritize my self-care then I move forward I go on walks I see I get the sun yeah I feel better and I try to interact with people this is what I've been doing that's been working for me as well as hustling and going and having a, a, a vision and moving forward because then you get motivated and you get excited again so yeah that's me personally if the rest of you want to share your uh, strategies uh, go right ahead yeah, before I go into strategies, though, I want to just tap into something that you said to yeah, um, reflection. Mm -hmm. Oh, my goodness. If everyone could just take time to reflect, I think we'd all be better people, <laughs> to be very honest with you. Um, and it's funny enough, I'm taking um, one of my counseling courses this semester is a whole course on reflection, literally. Like, it is an entire course about learning how to reflect. Um, not only, and I love the course because it's not only as the client's perspective, but in the counselor's perspective, you need to be able to reflect yourself, right? And I often do this. I have like maybe three journals and I do different types of reflection. So I'll have this journal for this type of reflection, this journal for this type of reflection, another journal for another type of reflection. So if I'm feeling anxious, I write in here. If I'm feeling this way, I write in here. If I'm feeling happy, I write in this one. Um, so yeah, reflection is super important, super crucial. Um, and yeah, it's it's one of the best ways I think to self-care so that you can kind of go back and reevaluate yourself and how you feel and how the people around you feel. So yeah, 
Anyways, I'm gonna pass it back to Musu. Yeah, I was I was just gonna add like that without re reflection, there's no direction. Like in my head, this is how I feel. When I think right. there's no direction forward if you don't reflect what's happening or what had happened. Yeah, you can go ahead now. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all good. Um, yeah, no, that's so true. Like for me, I usually do like contemplate how I can step up my self-care routine because the way for me I see my self-care stuff is like it's like a box and whenever I feel triggered or I feel depleted of my energy I go inside the box and I take out what I need so let's say I've been having a tense day at work standing on my feet by the end of the night I'm done before I go to bed I usually take a nice Epsom salt bubble bath with lavender eucalyptus oils and I just go <laughs> I light a few bath and body works candles I slap on a eucalyptus face mask sometimes I'll put my hair in a little argan oil mask and I'll just soak oh my god this away girl like you already know <laughs> Um, that I already know. I'm feeling it as you're speaking. Right? Right? You can smell the Epsom salts. <laughs> um, that also I find like lighting a candle, like I usually do my self-care also based on the seven dimensions of wellness. So just to like debrief on that, you guys know the self seven dimensions, like physical, spiritual, um, psychological, emotional, financial, intellectual, mental, um environmental like all those things I try to like also take what I need to do for the day from that wheel so if it's intellectual I'll sit on Cora.com even though they banned me like you guys know Cora right Cora.com <laughs> it's like Reddit <laughs> yeah 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 I'll sit on there and I'll just read a bunch of stuff light a candle um I find also like sniffing essential oils helps me like ground myself going on nature walks um, I like to ride my bike before I got stolen, um, swimming, just like physical activities, eating good food. I also try to use like drinking water as self-care because sometimes I have a really bad habit while, where I'll go to the convenience store and like buy a bunch of juice and I'll come home and just drink it all to myself because it gives me, it gives me a sugar high. And I, like the older I get, I can start feeling it when I eat a really bad meal or a meal that has so much salt and sugar, I can feel it. So drinking water too and hydrating is also a form of self-care. But there's just so much. Like, I feel like it's important for us as people to really decipher what our individual needs are, how sensitive we are to things, what our triggers are, and also going from there. Because whenever I'm triggered, I find my self-care box really does help me a lot. Whenever I'm in need of, like, support from my friends, I also see, like, hanging out with my good friends and family as self-care because they can give me perspectives that I otherwise couldn't see, you know, while I'm all stressed and stuff. So yeah, but honestly, I'd say like the biggest thing for me is like bubble baths, reading and taking nature walks. Love it. Oh, love, love it. You take bubble baths? Uh, let's see. <laughs> I take a shower before I take bubble baths actually. I made it a point to always do that because nobody wants to be soaking in their dirt. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> That's facts. <laughs> That's facts. Yeah. Um, let's see. okay for me self-care like I mentioned I love chocolate okay I really love chocolate when I say I love chocolate I mean it <laughs> so um yeah but besides the chocolate um I love writing um, sorry I was like what type of chocolate though <laughs> I don't care <laughs> any kind of chocolate 
<laughs> I just love chocolate. So off topic, sorry. It's just I've met so many people that love chocolate and like they're very specific and like particular about the type of chocolate they consume. Like if you give them dollar store chocolate, no, they're like, I don't. I don't want no dollar store chocolate. I want Swiss chocolate or something. No, I love my chocolate. It could be Belgian, it could be Swiss, it could be where it could be dollar store. I don't care as long as it's chocolate and I'm eating it. I'm fine. Um, but besides the chocolate, um, I love writing. I'm a writer. So I'd really love to just like put my stuff on paper, um, put my thoughts on paper. Um, and then um, I'm a low key. I like to say low key. Nathan knows this low key singer. Um, <laughs> so sometimes I'll like yeah, try low key, to write. Yeah, low key. <laughs> I try to like write music sometimes. I'll just send it to Nathan and be like, do something with it. <laughs> um, or like, um, what else do I do? I love going for walks. I'm not much of a runner. I can run and I do do cardio, but I prefer walks. I feel like I can get my thoughts across when I'm walking. Um, and I love hanging out with my friends. That is like top. And um, yeah, my friends have just been like, my rock like I have friends who I've known for many years and so hanging out with them has been like that thing that kind of helps me out so yeah those are my self-care things um let's see okay one question that I have to ask is what keeps you grounded so I have three main questions um so what keeps you grounded what relaxes you what do you enjoy so first thing ignore the two last ones we're going to talk first about what keeps you grounded um personally for me the thing that keeps me grounded is my faith um and i mean it's different for everyone different across the board but something for me that really just like keeps me leveled is my faith and for me that's praying that's worshiping that's um just going to church like that's just how um i keep myself in that constant you know that's my self-care basically, right? Is for me going back to God is just my way of staying grounded and being able to keep my feet steady. Um, so I'll throw it out to you guys. Look, what keeps you grounded? What keeps you together? Who wants to go first? <laughs> <laughs> Who's got it? Me? Okay. Um, for me, what keeps me grounded, uh, it was a bit of what I had said before, but I love the whole reflection part, I take it super seriously. I actually write notes in my phone of all the accomplishments, all the failures of any given moment, whether it's if I'm looking back to the previous year, the previous months, I look back, I, I analyze what happened, how I felt, how I feel in the present, and how I feel about the future. Kind of, I like to have a sense of direction of where I'm going and what, what I'm feeling in the present before I try to go anywhere talking to anyone because then I'm just lost and I don't really like being lost so for me that's basically that well, my turn yeah all right <laughs> okay me I would say no just like bon, she's actually like my fit but most specifically uh, accountability because it's true you can have like a lot of good friends you can talk to but there's always that person that is like you know that person is there specifically like when you know when you know okay you're feeling down and and you need actually like more strength and more wisdom like that's actually that is uh, that's like something that helps me a lot so for me I have two people i have two people uh, specifically my dad my dad and one of my friend here so 
basically every time I, I see every time I see and I know that okay I've reached like a low point something that keeps me going first obviously I pray but then since those since those two they also uh, they're also Christian and, gra- and gra- grounded in the faith and since they also have like more experience than me so I always go talk to them to be 100% transparent and honest with them so they can actually give me some word of encouragement some wisdom and then that's what gets me going Preach, dog. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for myself, what keeps me grounded in this life is honestly having compassion because I'm a very sensitive individual. I'd almost go as far to call myself an empath, um, but I'm just very, very sensitive to people's emotions, energy, and just vibes around me. That's particularly why I moved away from Alberta because I feel like at this point in my life, like, it's really up to me to find my happiness. My, my parents aren't going to always be there to protect me or, you know, to console me. At some point, I have to be strong. There's things, you know, from 16 up until 21, I'm going to be 22 at the end of the month, that I found for myself and I was having a problem with was the fact that it was really hard for me to focus because my attention was always on so many different things happening in the world. Like, wars are happening in Syria, you know what I mean? Everything that was happening, like, in the world would literally affect me to the point where I said, you know what, why do I feel like this? Like, I can't continue living life like this or else I'm going to be always upset over issues that perhaps don't even have anything to do with me. So for me, for sure, having my faith, praying and knowing that God is always with me um, helps, but also having compassion because if somebody's rude to me or somebody tries to put me down, somebody tries to, you know, kill my vibe or they see, you know, my kindness and they want to take it for weakness, what helps me is having compassion for other people, knowing that, hey, everybody has something that they're dealing with. I'm not the only one in the world. That honestly helps me because if I, since I know that I'm not the only one dealing with these problems and there are other people who have it way worse, it helps me to put myself in other people's shoes to understand that my life could be way worse. You know what I mean? And I'm in a better position than some other people in this world because I wake up in the morning, I'm safe in my house. I wake up in the morning, I have food. I wake up, I have clean water where I can take a shower and pray. You know what I mean? I have scriptures in my house. I have books. I have education. I have everything I need. But sometimes what people, you know, miss is the fact that everybody in this world is going through something. You can ground yourself the way you know how to. Uh, Well, actually, let me rephrase that. You should be grounding yourself the best way you know how to. But for me, it's having that compassion that really brings me back to peace because I realize I'm not the only one. Also that and reading a lot because whenever I have questions that I feel like, oh my God, it's not like an angel is going to come directly from the heavens and like talk to me about this. I start reading. I Google what my questions are and I read like a bunch of articles until I feel at peace or I feel like I found the answers that I was looking for. So that helps me to ground and also like personally just taking care of myself like if I feel really shitty like best believe I'm gonna put on like a full face of makeup and a really bomb ass outfit do my hair and do my thing like you know what I mean that also helps me yes (laughs) together that helps me ground myself because if you're if you feel like you're well put together and you feel good you honestly can conquer anything outside of you and like anxiety gives me a big problem too so like whenever the devil comes around trying to like make me make me overthink or second guess myself I always say to myself I'm like you know what the plot of the devil is really really deep he's like a big bully like essentially that's what the devil is he's like a big bully 
he was outcasted, so he wants you to feel like an outcast. Like, no, sweetie, I'm not an outcast. I'm divine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna like, you know, get up from the lowest of the low and continue hating myself and making myself feel like crap. You know what I mean? I'm gonna do what I need to do because God laid out everything for us in this world. Who am I to not utilize and also have the compassion for my fellow man to bring me back? You know? Yes. Wow. Kareem, you said it. Oh man. <laughs> Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. And then reading, like I, I do that a lot too. If if I'm stressing about something, I'll especially go and try to gain more knowledge on what I'm stressing about, just so I can feel more relaxed and say, oh, now I know way more information. I can calm down. Everything yeah. is okay now. You know. So if I have a problem and I and I want to find a solution, I go looking for the solution, and hopefully I find it. But then if I don't, then I just basically, I'm like, I don't care. It's probably not worth it anyways. And then I just let it go. Having self-compassion is so important too, when it comes to letting go of things, because it's like, whatever you're holding onto could be killing you. You don't even know. As soon as you let it go, you feel free. Right. So it's like also in that process of feeling down, you have to forgive yourself for feeling whatever you feel and know that you're just a human being. Like if we were gods, we would have been created as gods. Right. But we're human. I think sometimes we need to also know our place as human beings. Like it's not up to us all the time. That's why we have our faith so we can look above for guidance and help. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, Just so sure. everyone knows, there's a minute and 40 seconds left before they kick us out. And then we have to switch to link number two for our final part. And part two, part two will be quite short because like we'll try to keep it to like a, a total of one hour. So I think we'll have like 15 minutes left, right? Right, Blanche, more or less 10, 15. Yeah, sounds about right, yeah. Yeah. Just two so. more questions. So while we're transitioning, y'all can think about this question, what relaxes you? So quick intermission. Go to the toilet, get your water, hydrate yourself. This time it's like, no, 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 you don't get to stay, you gotta go. So yeah, I'm, I'm, really, I'm really new to Zoom. I, I wanted to do the sessions in person, like face-to-face -face and everything, but there was a big risk in social gatherings. And yeah. I didn't want to be responsible for someone getting COVID as well, because that would really screw us all up. And I was like, okay, yeah. what options do I have? The only option was really to just do it online for now. Just want to say thank you to everyone that listened all the way to the end really appreciate it if you want to support me or the project there are links in the description where you can go and um, support us you can purchase an ebook with your own price of choice you can share our content follow me on instagram uh, add me on facebook whatever you feel like doing as long as it's um support i'm happy and grateful so thank you for everything you do you are a part of this you are important and i appreciate you and i really hope that you follow this so that you can be tuned in for future uh, podcasts um and also be tuned in for any other things related to the project thank you goodbye